Imagine your new bathroom, a sparkling new tub, a modern shower conversion, a seamless new wall, all done in as little as a day. Introducing Bathfitter. Join over 2 million customers delighted with our one-of-a-kind remodeling process. No demolition, no mess. Guaranteed for life. Installed in as little as a day. Book a free in-home consultation at bathfitterpodcasts.com and get our best offer of the year right now. Bathfitter, 35 years of better bath remodels. This episode of Turntables, Hip Hop, Culture, and Beyond is presented by Spaces Philly. Check out spacesphilly.com for an assortment of podcasts like The Mark and Dark Show, Both Sides, Nergasm Talk, No Gimmicks Needed, and the upcoming series, Well Fed. Spaces Philly, curating the culture. Then let's start the show. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what, so what, so what's the scenario? Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what, so what, so what's the Welcome back to another episode of Turntables, Hip Hop Culture and Beyond. And I am your host, your resident female hip hop head, Nina. And I have here um, a full house. You know, it's not just me and Joe today. So I have my lovely husband here. But, but, Joe Franklin. You know what? See, we're not going to start this because he started this shit last time. We <laughs> oh, so a love brain. I no, 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 no. Because last time he tried to tell me that I had the name of my podcast wrong in the very beginning of the episode. So I was like, are we going to do this every episode now? But anyway, I have my lovely husband, Brian, here, a.k.a. Mr. A&E from their coalition. You want to say what's, a little something to the people? What's going on, people? Ratchet, ratchets. <laughs> we recording. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Go ahead. I fucked up. All right, can we do this? I fucked up. Go ahead, dear. What's going on, everybody? And we have Anthony, a.k.a. Swag on Zero from the Nerd Coalition. A.k.a. ATAC, a.k.a. Andy Word, a.k.a. The Nuffle, bitch on the cow. She's done. We're done with her. No, we're not. We are done with her. <laughs> keep her rolling. We were done with her and her homophobia. What? And we have a newcomer, oh Miss Dinah, down here. You, know, you got to come closer to the mic, boo. Hi. What's up? <laughs> I'm scared. I mean, I'm scared. I mean, I mean, if, if, if this is Nerd Coach, I got a nickname for him. Hi. What, what, what would you nickname me for Nerd Coach? Oh, no, like, thighs high to the sky. <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> 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 no, we're not. We just going to move on. We're not <laughs> even. Oh, even, bro. And, and Joe Franklin. We got and last. This is left brain and last not, not very not least. Like what the <laughs> fuck? You done fucked my whole flow up. <laughs> Cause these is ratchet ratchets over here, and they fighting hard. I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. Joe Franklin, aka Left Brain. Hey, hey, Left Brain. Uh, follow me. Well, y'all know where to follow me. We not gonna keep doing this, but um. No, promote yourself, bro. Why? we gonna follow me on Instagram at Left Underscore Brain eighty eight? Uh, on every podcast platform, Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongue. I, don't, I really don't feel like keep doing this with the whole promoting thing. Bruh, how you going to get people your to business. buy your product? <laughs> <laughs> Are they buying stuff? No. Well, maybe the host could promote you. Look. Hey, we're oh, going to keep see, all this, too. <laughs> see, yes, we're keeping all of this. But, you know, you actually... All right, you, you guys check out Drunk Thoughts, Sober Tongue. Um, mainly on Anchor. You can find him on every other podcast app. Follow him on Instagram at... But... <laughs> I'm and messing with you Love underscore brain 88 I'm And he also has you. a Facebook page You can like uh, Love underscore brain 88 uh, Or Mayor Franklin Exactly I mean Don't be a weirdo And request his personal page That's Just like the page Anyway 
So, we're going to jump right in <laughs> with the hip-hop fan. Because that's weird, bro. Like, who are you, the feds? We don't have no oh, mutual oh, friends. Oh, Why are you requesting me? Very personal anyway. person. It's fine. <laughs> Any- anyway, we're going to do the hip-hop fact of the day. So, today's hip-hop fact, because we are going to be talking about her in our B-side segments, we are going to do a fact about Miss Lauren Hill. Miss Education she like, she like the running gay like movie bag. She really is, bro. <laughs> she really is. She keeps coming up because stuff keeps happening. Um, as we know, the 20th anniversary of the Miss Education of Lauryn Hill, her single solitary album, um, <laughs> was um, this past week. And little fact about the album, in case nobody knew this, which I doubt, her song Lost Ones was actually aimed at Wyclef John. And their tumultuous past relationship. Her songs X Factor and I Used to Love Him are actually about said relationship. So, in case y'all didn't know, you was wondering who she was talking about. It wasn't the Marley. Mm-hmm. She was talking about Wycliffe. Right. He hates Wycliffe. Who doesn't hate Wycliffe, boo? I don't. I, I don't. I mean, he's Haitian. Well, you about to say, you <laughs> gotta rep for him. Yeah, he's Haitian. Oh, wait, you Haitian? Yeah. Dope. Yeah. You got a rep for him. However, I see one electric cup. That was done. My cousin has a picture with him, so I have to. However, it's there. Wyclef in the 90s was quite a different yeah. person. With the whole Lauren Hill thing, it was like, bro, you married, you having this affair with her. Y'all had this secret ass romance that apparently turned really bad. He was running around saying her first baby was his, and it wasn't. It was like a whole scandal. I it was not a, know about that. He's a real. <laughs> he's was that what that 911 song was about? I don't know. So bro. who was the first? I'm just wondering who the Rohan first. Rohan Marley. Oh, okay. Oh, shout out to the Marley. Rohan Marley is the father of five of her kids. How many? Oh, shooting up clubs. In the, a lot of them. I want to be a Marley. He had a lot of kids. I so think rare, there's like <laughs> I, Listen I don't have time We're going to move on <laughs> To the next segment Which is called Push the Fader um, And I don't know If y'all going to get this one But I'm going to play a, I'm already in study mode I'm going to play a clip Of the song for y'all And y'all I'll give y'all a few seconds To figure out What you think it is gotcha. Alright You let me know When y'all are ready Been ready, ready. Mm-hmm. Alright And go it's a very popular song. I think so. Alright, it's the end. I don't want y'all. He over here. He getting his bopping, so. I heard it's, it's like an old school group, ball. right? That's a very old school group. Dance band. No. Okay, hold on. You're the only one that pleases. Like I'm so <laughs> lost. Right? Oh yeah. One day I'm gonna have to get my dad up here. It's not the BTS. Uh, no, you not. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the BT. Not the BT Express. Hold on. They're not. I don't think there is. They're not the first band you think of when you think of like the old seventies funk, like you know how you think of like you're cool in the gangs. It's okay, so I, I I go into the B side then when yeah. it comes to groups taking yeah. up. Okay, so huh, can, I, can I get one hit? Can I get the year? Freedoms get up and dance. 
You are such a fucking cheater. <laughs> like, I'm sick of his shit. No, he <laughs> sat there and typed it in. Oh, oh, my the God. The minute it started, he was like, think, 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 think. Like, so, no anyway, type so, the song, the song I played was, not shit. you are, you are banned. Should I get like a half a point for yes, this? Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. You are banned from these shits. Anyway. Left brain. In my head, left I was off. like, oh, we could cheat. I didn't know. What it was mean like, oh, as hell. <laughs> it was clever, but it was mean as hell. So the song I played for you was Anything featuring, um, by SWB featuring Wu-Tang. Um, this that is, is a, a cut right there. This is the song that it came from. Father, are you? Yeah. They killed us. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, bring us, bring us to the studio. Yeah, I, feel like I feel like that's exactly what happened. They was cutting the rug with a butter knife. You know what my second guess would have been? Alright. Confunction. This guy got confunction song. I don't need to study music more because I don't know so much. That's, a, that's, why, that's why this game is supposed to be fun. I, I thought. Fuck. There was. This is for House Party. Okay. <laughs> that finger is strong, but you gotta understand, you just retired from the NFL. So you can't keep doing that. Yeah. I know you're talking about fingers. Your, your two fingers be stuck together. We explain here. <laughs> he played 13 seasons. He played. That's his one, though. <laughs> he like Lawrence Tuller. <laughs> he, he was trying. <laughs> I'm so sick of y'all. <laughs> See, this and this is why we are moving on. So, you guys know what time it is. We are about to drop the needle and start the cipher. All right. So, um, <laughs> I guess that's the sound effect we're going to start the segment with this week. Um, this week's topic, this is actually a redo. We did this previously, and sadly, the episode didn't save. Aww. So. It's my fault. See, I didn't even throw you under the bus. You threw yourself. You, what are you doing? Like, why you just jump? You did that thing like the dude who just threw himself on the hood. We're not going to do that. So, the topic for this week is hip-hop and R&B movie soundtracks that did it for the culture. Why are you, look, why are you laughing? No, I'm just thinking about something. Oh, <laughs> so God. Anyway. There's only one album that did it for the culture. Oh, God. And that's Tarzan by Phil Collins. We're I not you even... <laughs> listen, let me tell you how. This is hip-hop and R&B. I will oh, put you... Thugs likes of Phil Collins. I will put you in the corner like uh, Mr. Franklin over here for what? cheating on the damn push the fader. Oh, I see y'all. Y'all harbor, y'all harbor stuff. Y'all don't forgive nothing. No. That's you for your podcast. Petty. <laughs> so, You're petty. when we previously this episode, we did 90s. Um, because that's, you know, usually the era I like to focus on on this show. However, I decided let's expand it because mm. there are plenty of decent movie soundtracks, not really as of late, besides Black Panther. Um, but, Absolutely. yes, okay. there are plenty of movie soundtracks that are dope. Iconic. Or iconic. So, I'm going to start off with um, a favorite of mine. Go ahead. Superfly. Oh, 
Hey, you know what? which one are we talking about? The original, the original one. What, what the God. hell? <laughs> I was like, who even asked that just question? That. You know what though? Super Superfly was dope. But you can't get about that shaft. Shafts, shafts, soundtrack was dope. Steve, I put that. I put that my uh, my cocktail out. I listen. However, I still listen to Superfly all the time, like the tracks of Superfly, yeah. all the time. When I I'm feeling Freddy's real dead. spicy one day, and I'm like, "This outfit is the shit," I'm gonna go and I'm gonna play Freddie's Dead. I'm gonna get out the car with one shoe first. Or 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 we gonna go six? I know you're not talking about this. Somebody's pops cut. They was cutting up a rock. Mr. Square Toe Gators. Because that's what I do. Corner crushers. And that's right. Those are good ass shoes. No, stop it. We're not doing Square Toe Gators this year. We're not doing this. But no, I look more feasible getting out the Freddy's Dead. It's fine. I don't care. I will smack a bitch. You know what? No, we ain't gonna talk about this. You was playing Freddy's Dead when we was on Sea Line Avenue. You was driving barefoot and you took the shoes off. Driving barefoot. Oh yeah, yeah, I do that. And then when he came out the car, he put the shoes out first. Put the shoes on. I'm not mad at it. Like he was up for Thank you. Did you kick the door open? No, I had a handle. I couldn't do it. Didn't have a warranty. Oh God. See. You see all the feelings that just evoke from everybody? Yeah. That's the point of this podcast. Super fly. Are there any other ones that really do... <laughs> that really do it. Shaft. He's really going to keep pushing Shaft. <laughs> that really do it for y'all. Like, uh, that you think moved the culture. Because 90s, oh. particularly for me, I thought it got the... It got hip-hop out into the mainstream a lot. Because there were a lot of hip-hop and R&B soundtracks in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now, now if we're doing that, like I said, we're going to go back to the 90s with uh, New Jack City. Of course. Of course, yeah. rock a Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, every time. Okay. And we are doing, and you know what? <laughs> look, at, look at Ant's face. Look and then, you know what? That. And you know oh, what? I, I'm going to do another one, which you know what I'm saying? It's a terrible movie, but I love it anyway. Space Jam. I love Space Jam. Space Jam was a decent soundtrack. Yeah, oh, it was. Space Jam. Space Jam. <laughs> Uh, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I love Space Jam. I don't care what it, nobody it said. It was until that last track. The Bugs Bunny. Oh, Bruh, Bugs. That was one of our um, hip hop facts for the week. One the day. The right thing was it? Uh, fun fact that Mr. Sean Jay Z Carter actually wrote the lyrics for Ya Bugging. That ass. Wait, wasn't Nutty Professor? Didn't Nutty Professor have a decent soundtrack? The first one. Yes. The yeah, first Nutty Compressor soundtrack yeah. was touch pretty cool. Me, that was Touch Me, Tease Me. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's my shit. Uh, now, although it's not as much hip-hop, I always got a song on Boomerang. Baby, I'm I about love to explode. I'm good. That's my shit. <laughs> it was a good song. I keep your day job, I, I, I mean, Case couldn't afford no background no real <laughs> video. No. They was just in somebody mama basement. Definitely. What happened? What were we about to say, Ann? I'm sorry. Uh, I don't have one that, you know, moved the culture. Because <coughs> I grew up sheltered, so I didn't know what culture was around. <laughs> God, what okay. What moved me personally. Um, if you say Tarzan one more time. It's not Tarzan. It's not Tarzan. But this is the very first CD I purchased. And it was Shark Tale. The most... Uh, oh, is that what Will Smith? Yes. The, you uh, mean when the fish look exactly like Will Smith? Exactly yes. Exactly like yes. Will Smith, yeah. Uh, I bought that CD, and that got me more into the hip-hop era because my parents didn't know it was a hip-hop CD. Hello. Oh, that's so wow. We're going to pause, uh-huh. and we're going to come back to this way. Dangerous Minds. Yeah. 
Dangerous mind. Cause did y'all see my? Tell I, me I, why. Listen, I wish y'all could see my face when he said Shark Tale. First of all, you just aged all of us in this room. I don't know why. Didn't Shark Tale come out when we was in high school or college or some shit? I don't understand why my age is important right now. You hush. First of all, I'm playing right now. You still a punishment. Dangerous Minds. True. With the Coolio Gangsters Paradise. Oh Lord, yes. Yes. First of all, by the way, I love that. Has anybody seen Dangerous Minds? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yo, don't say that because you know Michelle Pfeiffer is his girl. Michelle Pfeiffer, say the black oh, kids. I'm sorry. No, no, we're not doing this. No, we're we're not. Not. Look, look. Uh, unfortunately, how bad it looks and how it was, it, it, that's what it was in the 90s. You know what it was. I'm going to move along before he gets into his feelings and say juice. Yeah, I like that. I like Juice. Juice was I my shit. Juice. I like the movie. He hit the backboard too hard, but it's my shit. <laughs> I always, I know I have a sadistic sense of I humor. I don't give a fuck about you. I always crack up at that elevator scene. When he in the elevator looking like he about to piss himself. <laughs> and Tupac crazy ass just standing there me. like. <laughs> <laughs> so you know you finna die today, nigga. Uh, Dead Presidents. Dead Presidents had uh, quite standout. Soundtrack. Every I time I hear Al Grant, you think Chris Tucker died. <laughs> That's <laughs> real. When you when a song evokes a memory like that, like you know what? I remember when this happened. When this was playing, <laughs> I can't lie. Whenever you hear, I'm so tired of me, and I do. Say uh, uh, Chris I, I, I like oh, Chris Tucker just overdosed. Now, yes. Uh, my question: What? Um, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I like. Don't be a menace soundtrack only because it had Wu Tang all over it. I, 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 he don't like Don't Be a Menace the movie, but I don't think I like Don't Be soundtrack. a Menace had a bad soundtrack. No, they have a bad soundtrack. I just hate that. I hate them. No, I get. I get. Understand hating the movie, but Boys I like the, the soundtrack. I just like. Boys. I like because it had Wu Tang over it. I was going to ask what to find the culture uh, with those albums to you guys that you were mentioning, like Dangerous Minds. Um, they were just honestly. I think for the time back in the nineties, I feel like hip hop had more of a voice. Yes. For lack of a better word. That's not what I was going to say, but I think that hip-hop had more of a voice. It could tell more of a story. And a lot of these um, songs, they told a story of what was happening in the movie at the time. And then subsequently, these songs told a song, told stories of what was happening in the world at the time. In their personal... Like, the I'm so tired of being alone. And thinking about that scene with Chris Tucker dying... It's like, it fit. Kind of like with the whole, like, Boomerang, for example. That's one of the ones I see out there. And they had Love Should Have Bought You Home last night. It was like a whole thing, like, because Eddie Murphy was out here fucking the world. Side note, who really thought Eddie Murphy was the shit? Like, re- people really thought Eddie Murphy was hot stuff back then, for real? Yeah, I mean, you know, even two women here. I did. I don't know. I, I, I know it was like the hot shit, like it, it just being hot, but as like attractive. Like, uh, that's what I mean. Like, uh, oh, I thought you meant like. That's what I'm saying. You no, no, no. He was. Shit. He was like a list back and, then. And, and I so mean, saying, but you, like attractive. You, you, you no, got two women here. So, saying, so I went back. What? And I love me some Wesley Snipes. The party for the Wait, wait. The party all the time album. Yes. What? <laughs> Sit your fart out of this day. I make church. I thought that was Joe Toy that brought it in for the black fella. Hmm? I thought that was Joe Toy that brought it in for the black fella. Black is back. Black no. is back. No. <laughs> he fucked it up for the black. <laughs> Dark skin. What are albums that you feel like did nothing? Like, 
like motion picture albums. Oh, there was plenty of albums that like, didn't. Anything from like 2003. That no, I can't say that because there were some. You got served. But you got served. No, served its purpose. <laughs> no, no, no. The, he, 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 he said. He, he, he said, if it, if you would like it to, sure. He said, he, he I said, feel like it counts for me anyway. Uh, he said soundtrack that you, you felt as though that basically failed the culture or, or failed the movie. I wouldn't say failed the culture, but did not push anything. You got served because all the albums that was on the soundtrack was okay. You right. You right. You right. It came and just left. This is the thing. I will give him that because if the You Got Served soundtrack was what was actually in the damn movie, it would have been dope. But it was not. Oh, it, it was just a fucking yeah. B2K album. Okay? Yeah. It really was. Even I though, was like, this is garbage. It, I was so upset. Even though I like even though I like Nas, I don't think the Belly soundtrack did anything. Oh, listen, mm. I always write down Belly, but then when I went back and looked at it now, like as an adult who has a better mind to digest music, mm. it's not that great. The State Property album was just a copy and paste over from their last album just to put in the movie. <laughs> Can we face. not talk about niggotry? Yes. No. It no. is a movie. It no. is a soundtrack. But, but that was that was a movie, but that was a nigga movie. Yeah. First of Bruh. all, everything was low budget. You know you know what? Bruh. That movie that budget shot, was twenty thousand dollars. That was shot with a camera like what y'all use. Right. Don't disrespect our camera. <laughs> Don't disrespect our camera. Our what? camera is eight legend cost a thousand dollars. I'm telling you right now. And I'm quite sure that's probably what they use. That's what I'm saying. The budget of that movie was fifteen, twenty thousand. They didn't have like movie cameras. You know what? Saying that, but I, I mean, I guarantee you, I could pay for production for say probably two out my pocket right now. <laughs> because that was that was just worse. The worst part about it was it was in theaters. Stay probably <laughs> yo. Stay, stay probably was no. See, that's one thing I like about Mr. Society. When it's like. uh urban youth movie just for the sake of making an urban movie no movie. but see no see there's a difference there because back in that time that's 1992-93 we're just starting yes there is no enough. reason in 2004 it should still look like that it's no reason why me and my cousin should have went to see State Property Movie Theater for his birthday you got us ticket stuff for that dead ass yes my I'm aunt sorry. came I'm so, she I'm sorry came too. my cause she asked him what he wanted to see for his birthday and he said State Property and she actually did it. <laughs> she went and bought the four of us tickets and was like, y'all have a good time. Are you serious? Dead ass. Back when Shawhan movie had a movie theater, we went to Shawhan Mall now, I, um, <laughs> to see State Property. And the first scene was in club? the strip club. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was not ready. I was like, oh. We in here doing what? <laughs> nothing. <laughs> My, um, an album that, I'm not going to say it did nothing, but I felt like it kind of was overlooked was Southpaw. Uh, Eminem produced that album, and I thought that album was pretty good. It did I, a great job. I can't say I've heard it. I didn't see Southpaw. Yeah, that's why I feel like it's, it was overlooked. Like it was a good out. Al- it was a good album, produced wise. Um, it didn't do anything for the culture as for this topic, but I feel like that album was overlooked. I don't have to necessarily just be oh it did something for the culture. If it's just a soundtrack you like and it's a hip hop and R and B soundtrack, sure, throw it out there. But I never. Malcolm X was pretty good. Malcolm X soundtrack was pretty because good. Because I'm sorry, I know you're gonna hate me, and ain't just because she died. I mean, you had this argument all the time. What? Someday we gonna be free. That read the Frank reverse. That don't just get to me. Oh no, I don't have a that, problem with it. It's just like you be wanting to play it <laughs> at the most inopportune <laughs> time. It's like, all right, well, we about to um go on this nice romantic date. Uh, you know, and here he come with something. <laughs> They'll be free. Like, like what? Hey, 
<laughs> what? Oh, Why would you play that? Yo, like, I'm telling you right now, that song is everything. I can't say that that's not a great song. I think it is. Even though I know you, you, you I'm just saying, you argue with me all the time like the Donny Hathaway version. Like, now listen, because don't get with me on Donny Hathaway. But, but, <laughs> but I'll be in my feelings. Exactly. But, but I'm never going to disrespect the Queen. I never said that her version was trash or anything. The was long, but... Oh, we're going to get to that. We are going to get to the that work shift. Count. Dream Girls does That's count. Kind of it yes. is an R&B like soundtrack. She, you like know you heavy. <laughs> heavy, heavy. Uh, Jennifer Hudson, like yes. She really, she knocked it out the park. That was yeah. when I still liked her. Jennifer Hudson knocked out the park so That's bad that the person that originally sung the song had to retire. <laughs> she sure did, bro. Jennifer <laughs> Holiday went into hiding, and I ain't we ain't heard nothing from her until the song got so big that she felt like she had to come out and defend her own voice. When yes. all these stars lose weight, that's when they lose it. They do. I don't know Jennifer Hudson. But she has Sure I'm sorry Y'all eat candy corn? I used to Yes (laughs) Thank you We here Okay we gotta go to this (laughs) We gonna have to move on Because you're not fitting to come for candy corn Oh Oh, my god Not the hip hopper You mean the Beyonce movie? (laughs) With Makai Pfeiffer? That joke was on Not too long ago I think we should probably close that window Okay That and uh I didn't say it was It was good or bad I just wanted to know If anybody remember that it happened Um <laughs> album that I personally like, but I know for a fact that there's nothing to fight in temptations. He loves the fight in temptations. Really? You like that? That, fight that, movie, that, was, that Beyonce song, Fever. I was like, oh man. Well, I was in the movie theater, like, like Fever. I was like, because first I was like, this, this first I was like, Beyonce look thick. That's that's that. She did have that skinny face. She did have that really thin face, and it just transformed. She got the middle. I was just like, 2003. Yeah, that was a while ago. That was early 2000. Oh, that's when she first got with hoes, so she was kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had the happy fat, happy weight. I was just like, I love the fight rotations up. I ain't gonna lie to you. We going down to the river. All right, cuz. I thought I was the only one. I was like, no. They watched that. I know know that whole album. Before I moved here, I never saw anybody who watched fight rotations like they did. So, they really fucked with it. Final song. That don't get to it. That don't get That don't explain everything that you need to. Yo, that is for the culture, for real. <laughs> that that, that joint explains everything you need to know about Look, what? For the culture, the final temptation, the final song. Oh, okay. Yeah, it took me a while, but I'm finally here. Okay. Oh, I just want to testify, hey, crystal clear. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm a, but he talks like he go to church. He listen. We not gonna go there. And he does. I'm gonna yeah. bring it back around because we 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 didn't really veered off here. <laughs> He's not going to church. We didn't really veer it off here. I'm gonna bring it back around, and for one we didn't mention for the '90s, above the rim. Above the Room had a pretty decent soundtrack. Yeah. Even though the movie itself was just like, all right, well, air travel. Yeah. Like, the only other song uh, I wanted to think of was The Gospel. That terrible movie. What a man! Okay. We're still again. going with hip hop, though. We're not going with R and B. R and B. It's technically R and B. It's t- it's hip hop. What can a brother do? That's not from that one, is it? Hmm? What? No, no. I, I was just no. What's the one from, from uh, 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 was it? Uh, the, the Brothers? No, no. Which one? What? Uh, Milestone. What movie That's was that so from? That's soul, soul food. food. I had the soul food uh, soundtrack. That was good too. I, my peer de resistance from the 90s for R&B soundtracks is Love Jones. Uh, Always and forever will be. Mm-hmm. It, it shaped the I, little neo-soul-loving kid that I, or teenager that I grew into. So, I loved that album from top to bottom. With the, uh, the songs, the poetry, all of it. I really wanted like that movie was the reason why when we did the wedding originally I wanted it to be a like black love movie theme 
And the the drink, like you know how you have like a signature <laughs> drink, was going to be a blues for Nina. And I was like, see, this is made. This is meant. That's what the poem was called. That was beautiful. That was Lorenz Tate. I didn't mind doing it. Just skip. It was just it was it was too extensive, and I was like, "It's no way we gonna get all of that." You know, I would have sold it. Yep. No way we gonna get all that done. But I was like, "Ooh, that would be a dope ass drink." But I would like that. That would have been dope, but it was our our wedding was fly anyway. Yes. Ask about us. So (laughs) let's hit the next song. Any what happened? Let's hit the next song. I thought that would be a cool segue. Okay. It's like a he is practicing. He's serious with his swag ways. <laughs> Does anybody else have anybody going around the table have any other albums that were like not necessarily albums, but I have a single. Uh oh. No, it was. What the, is it? <laughs> I just talked about. You talking about? What you, go ahead. What you think I'm talking about? Higher learning. Yeah. That's all. That's all. That. Oh God! Here y'all go. Just Don't you start singing it. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do the body roll. We oh, yeah. doing too. <laughs> you better not body roll. Next time you body roll, you got in trouble. Cause time is all we need. Hit the background. Sing a part. Time is all. You wanna skip to the next song? We gonna have to because these two not gonna stop singing if we don't. Come on, now. come on! That was I didn't say it wasn't. Song. It's just y'all not Raphael Sadiq. We not. Oh, we, we trying gonna to try. <laughs> <laughs> we, said we ain't trying to be in that. Say we gonna try. We gonna try to yeah, get this right. That's what they have right there. <laughs> 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 Great song. What's the one? So what's I'm the movie sign. that you that you like with Lorenz Tate? Dead Presidents. It is Death Presidents. I'm. I was thinking. I was thinking. Minister Society. Which you what the fuck you mean, life? Life. I'm about for this country. What the fuck you mean, life? Life. <laughs> Wait. What about life? The movie. Life. 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 Uh, the only time to think of life is life beginnings. No, you see, like, uh, see, see you, you didn't mess it up. Let's you hit the table. Nope. <laughs> you didn't mess it up. Now, you, you know what? You, you, you have evolved, though, because back, back door high school, life used to be your nigga. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Life, life is my guy. No, no, that first album. So we go ahead back that first album wasn't hot? It don't know. No, but. You ain't like his first album? No. That's because he was 11. When this album was hot, he was a child. The shade. I'm going to say that right now. When this baby's made me burn CDs, he would give them to me in that light jealousy. I'm like, how many of these do you got? <laughs> Yo! <laughs> Yo! He was his only sale. <laughs> only sale. That uh, album went platinum, sir. You were so what? <laughs> uh, you can't say I'm the only son. Because we're not doing this. We are not going down a life genus path. I've seen this man live. That's yeah. all I need to I know, know that I never need to talk about him life. again. Yeah, life's a trip. I, you know what? You about to get kicked out. <laughs> I can't even. I cannot even. Your host of us is cool. I keep pulling it out. <laughs> Yo, she's watching. She's looking down. He had to do it to make the bounce out of the air. Bring us back, host. Yes, because y'all are out of control. For my people who were alive in the nineties and and still remember it, do y'all have any <laughs> shade? <laughs> Everyone at the table. <laughs> what happened in the nineties, Anthony? I was born. <laughs> 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 anyway, anybody else got any albums? 
for me before I move Ooh. on to the lovely B side for boys, the weekly. I want to put the boys in the hood. Boys in the hood. See, I knew it was something that I was, was missing. That was that was. I feel like that whole string of movies. Yeah. Had like so such great. As I call them, the message movies. <laughs> Poetic justice. I was just. Either they don't that. know. Don't show. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about what happens in the hood. <laughs> Here we go. And two weeks later, Doughboy was murdered. Exactly. <laughs> this is true. Did this y'all see that? This is true. <laughs> you know, that movie was so messed up. I used to at the end of movies to see like what happened. Uh-huh. Like, did he really get out of jail? Did he ever the, go back? Doughboy yes. got murdered. I had to go. As I got older, when the Jerry Curl up, the till is gone. As I got older. I was when I was like, "Yo, Ricky was a football player. Why he ain't zigzag or something?" You know, no, he ran straight. I'm like, "Cause I'm gonna tell you what happened." Or jump over a fence. No, there was no. I'm telling y'all because I seen the movie in and out. There was no fence to jump over, and the, like the alleyway was too narrow. You can't zigzag when somebody got a shotgun. Right there. This is true, but and if I see just, a gun, I'm just running. I, I don't know what. The yo, game. another, bro, another crazy fun. Like this, not even a fun fact. Crazy fact. Dude who shot Ricky in the movie got killed in prison in some like satanic ritual. Oh, it was crazy, like in real life. Yeah. That was wild. When I heard, I was like, Damn. he was doing life because he murdered somebody. He murdered so. somebody in real life, mm-hmm. and then he have. went to jail and to, had yeah. a. I think his roommate or somebody or cellmate was a, a devil worshiper yeah. and he did some crazy ritual to bull and he died. It was weird when I heard I was like, damn. He um, looked like a killer, but uh my last album, I'm not the biggest fan of the movie. But Place Club? No, I love Place Club. <laughs> Post pack <laughs> how to act. <laughs> we be clubbing. Shut up, Uncle Luke. <laughs> Wait next hell. Wait Next Hell had a decent soundtrack though. That's what I'm talking about. I said the soundtrack, Bruh. but that man hate movie. Now that's the thing. I, I know it's a man hating movie, and I guess I'm supposed to like it by default. But to what? me, it's just like it's cool. There are funny parts. Like I know right now, I know y'all seen that meme circulating with the dude where he's like, "You raggedy bitch." I don't know. If that, <laughs> have y'all seen that meme? No, but the fact that you said it like Yo, that. that's it's how he hilarious. said it <laughs> in the movie. He, he was just like, I don't want to do this no more. I'm more, I'm worth more than this. You raggedy bitch. That's how he said it, bro. I can see how that's moved, though. Why does it sound like that was the best line in the 90s? The, that was no. the most insulting thing you could call him. I'm sorry, bro. You raggedy bitch. The best part of that movie was when she burned her shit. I'm okay, sorry. And not, look, and not even in the man-hating sense. Only because they was like, ma'am. In the state of Arizona, you can only burn trash. And she walked off all diva like, it is trash. I was like, oh, yes, Angela. I'm sorry. Yeah, but we're going to come back. <laughs> yeah, we're going to come back. Uh, yes, Angela's Angela Bassett is and, life. And last one, anything Blues Brothers. He loves the Blues Brothers. Really? Loves, oh, love Blues loves, Brothers. loves the Blues Brothers. It was so many, you know, that movie was, the movies were great. I'm not going to. Come on, everybody take a trip with me. Oh, that God. Down to Mississippi, down to New Orleans. Why do you you always be trying to sing in old tunes? No, no, no. I'll be trying. I know I can't. But you, you know, still I'm, do though. I'm not embarrassed to do it. I there, bet you not. There, there's no fear left. Fear God only. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, how be. could we? How could we forget the originators, the Crush Grooves, and the Breaking <laughs> of the it? '80s? Can I do it? Go ahead. 
crush grooving. <laughs> body moving. First of all, can I just grooving. say... Russell Simmons gave himself way too much fucking credit in casting Blair Underwood. <laughs> First of all, he ain't even that dark or that sexy. I'm like, Russell Simmons been wearing sweater vests since he was born. <laughs> I was just like, you That's know how they be like, time. too That's short? Be like, what's too short favorite word? Bitch! <laughs> Yo, Russell Simmons' favorite word is fuck. And it's all he do is say fuck and meditate. Look, that's all he do. I, I just I have Crush Groove in that box over there. I like how I want to see Crush Groove again. I just the only I, movie that Sheila E. Rapped is she, uh, she, she was the Brooklyn back in the day. No, she needed to stop. <laughs> she she needed to just live her glamorous life and hit them drums and be cute. That if, was if, it. If you want to see eighties party right, you got to see Crush Groove. Yeah, see Crush, Crush, Groove, Crush Groove. Watch Crush Groove breaking all that. All I, that. I, good I like stuff. Crush Groove better breaking them. No. Oh, for sure. In my for opinion. sure, because yeah. I mean, well, they were all pretty well, bad. Only thing you didn't like in that movie was uh, Curtis Blow. Don't get me started, y'all. Listen, I respect my pioneers because nobody else seems to respect the pioneers of rap and the legends of rap. Not you, but I just, I Curtis Blow get on my nerves, y'all. I like Curtis Blow. I'm glad you sent back when you said that. <laughs> yes, because now the mic can't hear you. They wouldn't be like, did somebody faintly say they like Curtis Blow? <laughs> I like Curtis Blow. I'm going to confess. Go. Here he goes. Put the brakes on that, bro. No, yes. I'm going like. Bring it up. Bring it up. No, like sit break down. Break down. He just be so talking. So we're not going to break down? No, no, no. we're not going to break down. You know what he need to do? He need to stop wearing them damn velour warm up suits <laughs> in the year of our Lord 2018. I'm getting on this fashion, but. It's <laughs> 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 With that oh note, God. because if he he ruled the world, <laughs> listen, I loved him, loved him. No, see, we gonna end, we gonna end on Curtis Blow's uh velour sweatsuits and move on to our next. <laughs> that man, God, I need to rape you mustache. Oh, uh, <laughs> see, no, you talking African bear bottom now? You ain't talking. Talk no, no, this is exactly no. This is exactly why I said we moving on because y'all. It, it always turned into some shit with the 80s <laughs> always does but we gonna move on to our next segment the b-side which is our weekly news mm-hmm. and we have some quite interesting topics this week i'm gonna start with the good i'm gonna be honest with you because they were one topic that we will go in on yes that's why I wanted to allow some extra time because we got a lot to talk about. I was trying to figure out what's going on. You like a singles cover, not an album cover. Really? Really? Singles cover. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> so give him his three years. So, Aunt, what happens at this part of the show is we talk about the weekly news in the hip hop world. I, I've been about. So you look real lost. Oh, I did. Still. Okay. Like I no, thought something was wrong. Because she was like, "We gonna get a real good discussion on this." I'm like, "Oh, oh no!" About to talk about. Oh, he got so we are gonna go through the good, <laughs> the good, the bad, and the ugly this week. The good, so the, bad the good. Experience. <laughs> what? <laughs> the good. The good. This for this week. What the fuck is wrong with yeah, you this week? Figure it out. Like, I literally cannot. Like. I wish, I really wish y'all could see us sometimes because what is happening? So the good this week, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys heard the story, but Chicago police decided they were going to instead of putting out bait cars. You know, remember that show they used to have called Bait Car? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I hate you. I hate you. No, I remember that show. That show was ridiculous. (laughs) And that was fucked. (laughs) So funny. I I saw episode of that show and homeboy saw a car in front of the liquor store. Drove it off and then p- pulled over because he couldn't get the radio to work. 
And the cop that had set up the car was in the back cracking up like, how, wait, what? Why Why is he still in here playing with the radio? They just shut the car off and everything. He's still playing with this radio high as a motherfucker. They take him out. He got at least two different drugs in his pockets. They <laughs> emptied out all the stuff on the, the hood. And he's like, are you high right now? He was like, well, look, I might be high on a little PCP right now, but I I don't know. Yeah. I didn't know whose car it was. I was just moving it. I he was like, a, you know what? Okay, but, well, he had a whack pipe. So, no. a weed and crack so, pipe. Oh, my God. Crack in and a weed So, head. yeah. We, we, we went off <laughs> a little bit there because that show was a little deep. They decided they were going to put out a bait truck full of sneakers. If, if my cousin was there, they got wow. my cousin. Wow. So, they're, they could, they're asking for so That's the now, point. And they, uh, they, a lot of people were upset saying they thought it was entrapment. It's like, why would you put these sneakers out here in this, um, in this poor neighborhood? Was they James? I don't know. I'm they were. I'm telling you right now, if my cousin was in Chicago at that time, he, he's in jail. My, that's the point. In Chicago. Out of all places. <laughs> That's the point. So they put a truck full of name brand sneakers out there, just so that kids would come up and start taking them, so they could start arresting kids. So they could start arrest kids. Is that fair? Like, because they're baiting them. Like, that's the point. That's why everybody was like so upset about it. So they stopped doing it. They they shut down the operation. (laughs) Talking about they didn't. Why are you laughing so hard? Hilarious. Look at CJ's in it. It's sad. It is really sad. It's sad. It's funny to say because, you know, it's like, I can't understand why he's laughing because he, <laughs> Urban News, well, they, they would flock. They, they, they ain't not be from Chicago. They coming from like all Anywhere. over. It's, it's like, it's like w- w- when you watch like, like one of the little Texas. sonars and you see like the little dot like do 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 do. And then you see all these lines like, coming. No, but here's what makes me laugh even more. A nigga could see somebody get arrested and for some reason it wouldn't deter him. He would just think, no, I'm gonna go about it smarter. Like you, they just don't. They just keep doing the same stupid shit. Just all right, moving on. So yes, because this is not about. This is supposed to be the good. You're right. So this is good. This, <laughs> this is good. I haven't gotten there because he won't stop fucking laughing. So, so nice. that was called Operation Trailer Trap, which to me was just like y'all are out of pocket. So a rapper from Chicago named Vic Mensa decided that he was going to get an actual truck full of sneakers. To give out to these kids in his neighborhood. He did something good. He did. That's good. Oh my god. Yes, I know. Anytime I've heard he I'm does. Hearing about he does some stuff. It's always. I'm gonna start some drama. By the way, my album comes out in a couple more days. Hey, bro. So, he want to employ the Nicki Minaj marketing strategy. Let him go. Bobby Rap Chat Truck, size twelve. Yo, so, academics. I hate that you keep on dissing me. By the way, my album comes out next week, so make sure y'all go. First of all, we're not gonna talk about DJ Academics. But I'm going to get back to the story. So it says the shoe, way, the shoe giveaway managed to bring together a diverse group of organizations and residents from all sides of the city to... Um, oh, so like white, black, Puerto Rican, all that. I don't, I'm, I'm reading. <laughs> of the city to volunteer, including Good Kids, Mad City, the Order of the Eastern Stars, and the Prince Hall Freemasons, um, Chairman Fred Hampton Jr. and the New Black Panther Party of Chicago. For y'all don't know who Fred Hampton is, he was assassinated December 4th. By, oh, I, I by the government. I'm just as for the this is for the listeners. He was assassinated um on December fourth by um the government by the cops. By the setup. Uh it was a setup, yes. Um and his son, Fred Hampton Jr., has kind of picked up his mantle and continued on with the Black Panther Party. Look him up. Um the Nation of Islam and local residents who volunteered directly with the SMSL Foundation. 
So that was and and it says the event also provided free haircuts to local kids and uh, teenagers. I think that's great, especially right now when school is about to start. You got a lot of parents who really can't afford to buy uniforms, buy shoes, get the kids haircuts, buy supplies. I think that was a great thing, especially in response to because that was that's the proper response. Absolutely, if you're going to do something like that to go and beat civilians who normally probably wouldn't engage in criminal right. activity yeah. to arrest them for something like going and taking some shoes because it ain't even, it's not even a designer shoe thing you know that people in impoverished and disenfranchised areas do flock to designer clothes and shoes this we, this happens however there's plenty of kids in the hood that don't have shoes or they are wearing shoes that are too small, got shoes that are that have holes in the bottom of them, regardless of whether they're name brand or not. So I think this was dope. And like you said, whenever you hear something about Vic Mister, he yeah, is so always this, starting this shit is, with somebody. This is shocking to me. Like that, I expect this from Chance. That's what I thought it was. I, at you first. know what? I expect I, that more from Chance than Vic. So, but yeah, kudos to him. Kudos, like kudos. I. I I give respect to where it's due. Yeah, I will give him that because I mean he people could have just left it alone and yeah. they'd just been mad because everybody always talking about people always complaining. You want to be about complain about the problem but don't want to bring a solution. So he bought a solution. That's a good solution. Yeah. So our next story. You some more? I do actually, but I didn't want to stop the thanks, but I didn't want to stop the podcast because this. Is, yeah, you got 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 that swallow going. Sorry, my bad. Um. So we're going to shift things around a bit because um, the two larger topics I want to do last. So the one and only Eminem dropped an album today. I guess he decided he just wanted Detroit to be in an uproar all day. So he dropped a surprise album um, with some uh, artwork that was very reminiscent of the Beastie Boys. It was. And um, I heard from most people that the album was was good right, a lot of people say oh this album fired blah 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 i listened to it twice today okay so, so what did you think because I, I didn't have a chance to really delve into it to me definitely better than campaign a lot better than campaign actually which was this album is a response to uh the hate he was getting from campaign i thought there was the was it what was the one he just put out? I thought that was recover. No, not no, recovery. No, not no, recovery. Revival. Revival. That was the one before. Campaign. Revival. Really? However, I haven't been keeping up with Eminem yeah. in quite a while. I can't even lie. Um. However, I feel like if this album came out, if this album came out when Revival, if this was supposed to be Revival, that's mm-hmm. where I felt like it should have been. So. If it came out then, it probably would have received a lot better than it would be today. However, it was a very solid album from Eminem. So, we're going to have to... I mean, I f- the file is under the good and somewhat the bad. Only because it was just like... Some, a lot of people said it was good. Some people said that he was coming at a lot of rappers in this. I don't feel like he's coming at anyone. And he he's dropped, just venting. But he... I mean... But that's still coming but, at somebody. <laughs> it's like no, you, you can, still... You can, act, you can vent, but not directly come at someone. You can just use examples. He like, said... Y'all said this about this person. Like, y'all like this style of rap. And when I tried this style of rap, y'all don't like it. So what do y'all want? But he actually named people. He said he said to Tyler Creator, I see why you called yourself an F word. I will not say that, that homophobic slur on my show. Thank you very much. see why you called yourself an F word, bitch. Because you this, that, and the third... I, I, I think that is directly 
coming for somebody's neck. Anybody agree? I mean, yeah. that's not like you you don't say that even if he said it about himself. Right. And not be being malicious in some way, shape, or form. There's no way you can yeah. say that. You shouldn't even say that. I mean, come on now. It's 2018 at this point. I understand that Eminem is a rapper that goes for shock value, but why are we why are we doing that? Yeah. Like um, of all the things so this the kid has said. Not a whole shock value album. That might be the term. I'm not because it's called Kamikaze. So. I wouldn't be shocked because if it was a whole shock volume album, because it's Eminem. It's just like it's the same way when people were talking about they wanted to reboot Martin and it wouldn't work for the simple fact that some of the stuff that you said back in '97, you can't say that now and it'd be funny. The shit that he said on the Marshall Mathis LP would not work now. Not at all. Not at all. So I mean, I haven't listened to it. So I'm gonna try and give it a listen between now and the next podcast, and um, so I can have a informed opinion about it. Cause it's the same thing when like the Carters and all that came out this summer. I was like, I'm not gonna come on here and say one thing about it or other because I didn't hear. I only yeah. heard once, maybe one or two songs. Yeah. I feel. Uh, so it's still this is the first day it came out, so mm-hmm. I like to give albums at least a week. Yeah. To really like, okay, this is my opinion. I like to listen to but stuff so more far, than once. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's kind of like I feel like it'll be like damn because damn to me it wasn't Kendrick Lamar's. It wasn't uh, his best. It wasn't but his it was definitely good. It wasn't his weakest work, but it wasn't. I won't say it was my favorite of yeah. his. I had to listen to it a couple times and then do the listen the forward and backwards yeah. thing and be like, okay, I see it where you, was, yeah, I see where you going with this. Right. So I'll give Eminem a listen and then I'll give it a few days, but give it another. Definitely listen, better than campaign. And see what it sounds like. Definitely better than his last album campaign. So we'll move on to the next one because I don't know anything. Uh, I, I don't know anything about that album. We're not going to dwell on it too, yeah, too uh, long. I mean, yeah. But our next topic. <laughs> Lauren Hill. Oh, God. At the top of the episode, I told you guys the fact was about her because we will be talking about her on this episode. Now, uh, in last week's episode, we talked about Robert Glasper um, coming out and saying that she was difficult to work with and given different examples of interactions he's had with her over the years. Um, so she decided she was going to go on medium.com and write a rebuttal herself. And as big of a fan as I was, I guess I can still say is, I still am of, um, Lauren Hill. This thesis that she wrote was a mess and a half it was legitimately 3,000 words and when you don't really you don't think about it like that's a lot of words until you look at it you're like this this is long as hell and she's not saying nothing it'd be different okay, if that's, she, yeah that's long if you're not saying nothing. like she was saying stuff but she really wasn't it'd be different if she was really addressing everything that was wrong and the, that's the first thing against this I have why did it take somebody who you say in this uh, she said in this uh, essay herself let's see because she addressed the fact that nobody knew um, okay who were you to say I didn't do enough most people are probably just hearing your name for the first time because you dropped mine in an interview controversially taking nothing away from your talent but this is a fact now First of all, what we're not going to do is come for Robert Glasper. 
I really think the only reason she responded is because it's somebody who she knew could give some actual credibility and credence to the fact that she is trash to work with. People have been saying for the last 20 years since the miseducation came out that she is difficult to work with and nobody like she just sat quiet. She did an interview. I think she said the last time she did an interview was about a decade ago. And I'm like, cool. So you waited after all these fans have complained about you coming late and your shows being trash and people get in. They either get a decent show or get a hard. There's no in between with her. They get a they get a good show out of her or the show is absolute garbage. And you wait until somebody who might actually have some influence in the industry says your name for you to come out and do a response. Now, given some of the stuff that she said was true about how she demands people call her Miss Lauren Hill because she wants to demand respect from the door because she's a woman, particularly a black woman in the music industry, and it's a crazy world. I get that. But a lot of the stuff she was saying, she's just talking in circles and not saying much of anything. Because if we're going to keep it all the way real, she really was like, oh, well, the patriarchy of this industry, and it's a male-dominated industry, and, you know, being a woman is really tough, which is true. But she's like, you bring up Stevie Wonder and Herbie Hancock and Quincy Jones, but if they said they wanted something done, and uh, since they're men, people would just do it and not gripe. People would just do it not great because they're men, yes, but they will also do it because they have some credibility behind them. You have done one album in 20 years and have not been able to follow it up with anything of substance since and can't even, don't, doesn't even have the musical prowess in all these years you've been in the industry to indicate to your band members what you really want, but you demand these musicians just I guess come up with some shit on the fly because that's what you want and you don't know how to communicate that these people are actual musicians and actual producers how are you gonna like how are you coming at him like oh well um well they just say it and people just do it and I'm a woman madam we gonna keep it all the way 100 Miss Education Lauren Hill has some whole tepery running all through up and through it. Okay. If if this was 2018, we'd be like, bro, this is whole tep mess. If that album came on there, they'd be like, oh no. <laughs> Somebody in the comments actually said, I'm surprised she's not running a wife school. <laughs> the way she be acting. I was like, I can't. Because she didn't even come out and apologize. Even if you wanted to address all the things that Robert Glasper said. Because you have every right to defend yourself. My issue came in where she said something about how um, she her, said me being late to shows isn't because I don't respect my fans or their time. But the contrary, it can be argued that I care too much and insist on things being right. I like to switch up my show regularly, change arrangements, add new songs. What new songs, girl? No this often, excuse. This often leads to long sound checks, which leads to doors opening late, which leads to the show getting a late start. This element of perfectionism is about wanting the audience to experience the very best and most authentic musical experience they can, they can from what I do. Now, wait a minute, girl. No excuse. Yeah. No excuse. You can't even ride with that off the simple fact of, oh, that leads to late sound checks and late uh, doors opening late. Girl, the door's not opening late. 
Yeah, the people are here. Mm-hmm. You not. That. How about you sound check two hours before? Yeah, you know you have a long. Album she. Or there's no she way is. that she's there for something. That the one incident I read about. She when she showed up three hours late. This was in the very beginning when she first started going back on tour. She showed up three hours late, and it was a full band on stage playing music, mm-hmm. waiting for her to get there. Girl, wasn't nobody late for no sound checks but you. Right. After I seen her crying on stage for 90 minutes, <laughs> there's nobody that could give me a Lauryn Hill ticket say, you want to go see Lauryn Hill? If you had asked me to go see Lauryn Hill, I'd be like, hey, there's no way I'm wasting my money. <laughs> there's no way I'm wasting my money. There is no, they ain't, they ain't for forgiveness in the world. I told y'all before, the only way I went to that, I would have went to that show is if I could get the tickets on Groupon because I was not going if I had to pay full price. You gave Groupon a chance. I, I'm, not, I'm, not giving, I'm, I'm not giving Lauryn Hill a chance. <laughs> And then, but see, and this is the thing, after having seen her personally myself, I can say that the stuff that people say is true. Now, I will say that she wasn't as late for our show, but that's because she had four opening acts. Who goes to a concert for four opening opening acts? acts, You know you're going to be late. Yeah, you know you're going to be late. We got out there. The most I see is two. We were outside on the festival pier in that dirty ass sand waiting through four opening acts and then she still took another like 45 minutes to get there and do her show and rush through the album that she didn't do all of them and she rearranged the songs now she didn't even address some of the things that are at the core but she tried to say oh well if robert glasper thought i stole music from his friends why would he come and work with me girl uh, let's be real. A check is a check. However, we know that you stole the song because people have already settled out of court and gotten other compensation for working on the miseducation of Lauren Hill. So what are you disputing here? Mm. I really honestly think that she has completely lost touch with reality. In the words and of Harley Quinn. I don't know if she's coming back. Own your shit. Own your shit. <laughs> Human beings on this earth can't own their shit. It, it, it takes a, a big amount of something for people that you know just like you know what you're right that's what this all should have been you delete 3,000 words and leave two you're right <laughs> now that's the thing <laughs> you didn't have to you didn't she didn't have to write she had to delete everything like I said she had every right to come out and write a rebuttal to whatever Robert Glasper said you read but she really lost me after the whole well, I care too much about my fans. That's why I was like, she said a bunch of nothing. She said everything and nothing all at the same time. She was just like, I'm gonna just write all these words and and do and and just to put this out here and put my name on it. So, and I don't want to hear nothing about uh, fanatical fans because I like Lauren Hill, but them fans was going in on the comments. Look, I was look, like, y'all are delusional. You know, look, I'm being be honest with you. If Elder Barge was to come. To Leah Core Center, you know I love me some Elder Bars. Me too. How? Tell you this. <laughs> <laughs> Elder Bars <laughs> broke. Point. <laughs> El, Elder Bars broke my heart when he went back on drugs like the third time. Yep. On the second chance album, and I was just like, "Bro, I don't even know if I want to see you right now." And even if he was to come right now, and I'm like, "Bro, if you still got drug in your throat, I don't want to see you." Ah, uh, not in your throat. And you know what? I was almost this done with Erica Badu when she was made me stand up there for two hours late, smelling all the natural people around me. No. I, I, I had a problem with that. But if she ain't put on an awesome ass show, 
I'm like, you forgiven. And that is what a lot of people said. They said, it'd be one thing if you made me wait. Because, look, stuff does happen. Yeah. If it's like, my bus was late, my flight was late, whatever the case is. I couldn't get here. I was having issues. Even still, if you in the mail, if you in the back just smoking weed, we got a problem. But if it's like, I'm trying to get to the venue and I'm having issues, you know, things beyond your control, whatever. But if you're still coming here and be like, you know, I'm sorry for making y'all wait and give me what I paid for, fine. She's not giving people what they pay for. Mm. And that is, and she's like, I want to do things my way and I'd like to be experimental. Be experimental with what, girl? You got one ass album. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate when artists, and you know, this is this is my personal opinion. I hate when artists want to be experimental when I pay. When you pay for <laughs> a live show. Music Soul Child, all of a sudden, talk about some. Is it okay if I see one of my. When we, we were at the, at the Valentine's Day at the, the, the Lead Course Center. Oh. He, he pulled up a stool, and as, he's pull, as the stool is dragged to the front of the stage, he's like. It's alright if I sing one of my new songs. I'm like, what the fuck? You gonna do you it? You gonna anyway? do it anyway? Ah, so and everybody was just like, okay, all right. <laughs> and then cheered and was like, right. pretty much. Because listen, let me tell y'all something. As much as I, I want to support my hometown folks, you just told y'all can't sing love. Sorry, you heard it here first. So, <laughs> um, he can not. The only thing I, I liked was um, Avery Sunshine and Kendrick. Yes, we saw that uh, that right. concert. It mm-hmm. sounded like it was going to be decent on paper, but then we got there. Every Sunshine, even though it's just literally her and her keyboard, she gives a decent show. And I've seen Kindred several times, so I knew what to expect from them. Yeah. But Music Soul Child, he was out there on all the keys, all the flats. I, it was just it and people was, was throwing them so that I'm like, yo, yo chill. Like well, we, we in the Lear Court Center is music. You got all this watching them look like OJ. Stop. Like I, I, I. Now it was I. I just could tell from me having been in choirs and around people who can actually really sing that he wasn't that great. It was a clip I saw of him recently that he did. He tried to hit that love note. Oh my gosh, that <laughs> oh. It was painful to watch. I was like, "Ooh, no, <laughs> no!" He had to go in the back and be like, "Maybe I Sound should like reconsider. I should reconsider yeah. this." Oh, but yes, that this whole thing was a mess. We really didn't need this girl. I honestly, I'm all for you coming out because I'm all for you being a woman and taking your stance and saying, "Look, this is who I am. I want my respect." That's fine. It was everything else she said in this joint. I was just like, "What, girl? You know what, what are you talking about?" Honestly, I'm doing Lord Hill. I'm. I might. I'm not mad look, at you. Look, oh, I said. I am completely. I don't want to go to no concerts. <laughs> not I don't want to buy. Look, I, it's I, not like she coming out with albums. I bought the Mister Education. I got it. It's right there. I'm like, cool. I give you. Like, I'm the same. But you ain't giving us ours. No, she's not. So I, no. I get it. I'm like, you want to this man you respect so, in so, the industry? So, fine. Respect your audience. Even if you call me talking about some, yo, down in Malcolm X party doing a Lauryn Hill tribute, they, they, they just yeah, played no, a song. I'm, I'm like, no, fuck that. <laughs> I'm not going down there, especially, why, first of all, why did you serve pork in Malcolm X Park in the first place? <laughs> Who is serving pork? You always say this. <laughs> My dad took us <laughs> down to get ribs at Malcolm that X Park. That was years ago. That wasn't that many years ago. And I'm just like, Y'all know Michael Mays and eat pork, right? Oh my uh, gosh. But they got you the barrel, but they got the barrel grill up there. I'm just like, y'all have no shame. <sighs> You'd be At the least only one that would like buy the yeah, argument. That, yes. We'll come here for that. Michael Mays and eat pork. <laughs> Get out. Yeah. <laughs> but they cut the weeds. We are for, see that shows you haven't been down there. They, they completely 
redid Malcolm X Park. I, I'm aware, but I was mad when I wanted it first. That's why I go back. It's fine. We gonna move There's on no because he about to get he about he about to get into it. We're going to talk about our last subject. That's probably going to take us the most time. No, no, no. I mean, we're doing good on time. We actually are doing good on time. I yeah. know, it's but I... <laughs> to be honest. But this black-ass funeral <laughs> of the one, the only, the queen of soul, Aretha Franklin. Let's show her some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. <laughs> Shut up, yo. I can't. I just want y'all to understand. When I saw the schedule, call my name when you ready. I saw, <laughs> I saw an article. How long was the funeral first? We gonna get to that. We gonna get to that. I saw an article that said that this time schedule was the most optimistic time schedule they've ever seen, and they were damn right because there was no way in the world this was gonna be what it's supposed to be. The original scheduled time for this was nine o'clock. Which was like when everybody's supposed to be coming in and sitting down and settling in Damn. till three PM. This one was supposed to end. That's the that's a shift. I came <coughs> in the house, sat down, took a nap, woke up at six thirty, it was still on. Oh no. You ain't experienced what I experienced. Okay. So yeah, I was at work so I couldn't watch it. Go ahead. Oh, let me tell you something. This funeral had nothing had timestamps. That's why I knew that's, <laughs> this is why I knew they messed up. Surely did. This is why I knew they messed up. And first, I, I was telling my mama when she was watching. I said, "They ain't gonna start on time." She said, "You gotta stop judging like that." I said, "No, I'm gonna tell you something about black people. They not gonna start on time, especially for the queen of soul, Aretha Franklin. All right, and I swear, they be so late to the funerals. Like Jesus was like, "I took you home on last week. Why are you not here yet? What is taking you so long? Get up here." He's so like, upset. We're not gonna do. We're not gonna put this on the queen. She was there. Oh, oh, we she was. surely was. She wouldn't accept she, that she was there. She was there. You know what? I'm so mad that finally when I turned to her, I missed the final dress. That's what would be the surprise. <laughs> Find out it, it, it was it was Gold LeMay that they put her in. Okay. They, they changed this woman's dress four times. I Yes. What? They did. Over the course of the few From last Tuesday few days. Tuesday to now. They changed, they changed her, her clothes every day. No, first of all. I, I've never seen so much disrespect happening after someone passed away. An hour after she died, someone got shot. Fox News put a Patti LaBelle. Some people put a Medea. <laughs> it, 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 R-E-S-P-I-C-T. She can't rest. That, that, but you know what? I will say this. There were certain things of the funeral that was very beautiful. Uh-huh. There were certain things at the funeral I was just like, okay, you had to say something. And there were certain things at the funeral like, I think you're only here because they requested you. Right. <laughs> And I hate to say that. No, Al Sharpton actually he did he did a nice rebuttal because he he said uh, I said on national TV that I said R S P I C T and y'all made sure y'all corrected me. So <laughs> I want all y'all to help me uh, spell the word right to make sure and tell President Trump what the true meaning of it means. I like that. And everybody was just like, "Oh, say no mission." And Clint got up and was just like, "You know, I was waiting for somebody to say so." <laughs> <laughs> Pretty so, much. Can we just say that? Um, Former President Bill Clinton got his entire honorary black ass life. No, you know, yes. no, 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 you know, he ain't the only one. He ain't the only one. Let me tell you something. There have there were so many white folks in here, like, and I mean, they carried out to the crowd. And when it was gospel singing, like when the crux is up there, yes, passing the the ad libs like it was a pop locking. Like they, they, they were sitting there like, ah, yeah, yeah, take that. And they like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, <laughs> have you like, never seen the Clarkson singing? Yes, before? I have. Oh, okay. and, and they and they passed it. I'm just like, oh my god. But if they, they scan to and you, you just see the white folks like, and I'm like, 
Wow. I don't know. you never seen that. No, you never, you never seen it. And then I was like, okay, so they got her son up to sing. And I was just like, you know, just because you're Aretha Franklin's son, Doesn't don't mean. mean you. I think he can sing, right? He about to. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. How would I put it? I was like, it was more beat than him. And I was just like, and I'm saying like, I was like, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't feeling. It, it didn't grab me like the Queen of Soul grabbed me. There was a, a another lady that was on there singing, and she was just, you know, like, and nobody knew what she was talking about. So, and she went on past her timestamp. Remember, remind you, everybody had a timestamp of two to five minutes. Because this is what I was going to get into. I want to read this. The, the only person that had ten schedule. minutes was Stevie Wonder. Was Stevie Wonder even there? Did he, he show back up? Cause he, he, he was had, at the end. He, he had, I know he had. He, he almost took a nap. He was supposed to be the very end of the service. Um, and also, I walked in. I walked through the living room where the TV was playing the funeral during the eulogy. Can I just say I'm tired of people giving eulogies they don't have nothing to do with the person. Yo, exa- I agree with you on that one. And Madonna. I, I, what happened? Madonna at the VMA. no, that was a tribute, and she needed to shut her mouth. I'm sick of her. No. <laughs> No, but I'm just saying, I've been to so many eulogies where people die, and they are just throwing in Bible stuff because they didn't really know the person. <laughs> so they don't really know how to eulogize the person. And first of all, I knew this funeral was going to be long, that when the first guy got up there to make the acknowledgments, and the way he just started talking, so we all here. I said, oh, here we go. We're going to be here all damn day. We're going to be here all day. I want all y'all celebrities out there to plant the seat because you're going to be here literally all day. Uh, Jesse Jackson couldn't get up out of his seat. Oh, poor him. No, no, fuck him. Excuse me. Okay. My apologies. Yes. <laughs> My apologies. Okay. Two people I do not, I don't like, really, and I think they are really full of crap, and that's Jesse Jackson and Farrakhan. I knew you was going to send Minister yeah. Farrakhan. Yo, yo, I can't stand them. I really can't. See, we look where we going. But I'm sorry. Now look, I'm gonna give y'all with well, he, the time, he, he, he the general time, who was supposed to be at this funeral and what was. Supposed and to I guarantee you, every time you looked up to until. 2.30, so, I can give you an accurate description. It was supposed to start at 9.30. I'm sorry, not 9 o'clock, 9.30. It was supposed to be 20 minutes of the Aretha Franklin Orchestra. Oh, then we had later? 10 minutes Damn. for the lighting of candles, then another 20 minutes for the processional of the clergy, the ministers, and the family. How many candles? You got like light for at, 10 minutes. Yeah, bro. It's a lot of candles, I guess. Um, Prayer of Comfort by Dr. E.L. Branch, pastor of the prayer. church. <laughs> Then a 15-minute scripture of comfort from Bishop T.D. Jakes, Pastor oh. Solomon Kinlock, and Bishop P.A. Brooks. Then we had the musical tribute for five minutes from the Aretha Franklin Celebration Choir. A musical tribute for another four minutes from Faith Hill, the country singer. Some remarks from uh, for another eh, about 10 minutes or so, 10, 15 minutes, from the city council um, people and the governor and the mayor. And they spoke too. Really? Did they? Yeah, yeah. I didn't, you know, I didn't see. So then after that, we had Ariana Grande for five minutes. And then we had. Yo, she's so. She's saying, You make me feel like a natural woman. Yeah, and, and everybody was like, And I'll tell you, these nasty old men. On the stage. What's something just looking up that screen? He was just like, Jesse and Faircock was just like, Let's get on. And it's worse because she looked 12 still. And then, yeah. And yeah, then really is like the hostess said, football. when I looked on the program and I see Ariana Grande, I thought that was a new meal at Taco Bell. Sick. How disrespectful. Oh, yeah. 
black people. So then, so then we she did, bro. I think she did come and suck the soul out of Mariah. So then they had the Clark sisters. Then they had acknowledgments and condolences for another five minutes. Then a musical tribute from the Williams brothers and Vanessa Bell Armstrong uh, for another five minutes. Then family reflections from uh, all the the family. They don't want to pay attention. They kept it five minutes and walk. Good for them because they didn't want to be there all day. They knew they they couldn't leave. Then after yeah. that, the live stream went out. And then apparently he said they had church. No, the live stream went out. They was like, "What happened?" So when the live stream came back. He said, "All right, we go live in sixty seconds, so we got time." I said, "No, we don't." <laughs> and they went to church. There was this big guy that's bigger than my dad and my cousin, and sitting up there, I'm just like, "He ain't got but one suit." You could tell. And he goes up there, and they go up there, and they just doing the step. And I'm just like, why are we doing this in church right now? And then they try to bring the white folks into it. And, and they sit there just like, and, you know, the zin, 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 zin. I'm like, come on. We had a funeral. I, we ain't supposed to be saying It's anything. a home going. <laughs> and, 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 and they twist it around, and then the guy on the stage said, don't get me started. And I'm like, you already you know, started. Start. <laughs> you already started, sir. I you have been started. Don't get me started. Hey, hey, you mid, you, right, you, 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 like you were at two. And they and, and they sitting there and they literally having church. That's what, that's what I'm calling it. And everybody's getting up. And then there was this one guy who was doing the silent two step. He was just doing like, I'm not lying because if you watch back. It was at one o'clock and eight minutes. It was one o eight. I said I timestamped that because just in case anybody want to go make a look at, it, he's in a white <laughs> suit with black pants on. <laughs> no, like, just a negative. Like, like, yo. You want receipts? I know. Like, you go to him. And, 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 and he said it just like, and I'm just like. So I guess after the live stream came back. I guess after the live stream like, came back, like, the they had. The devil wants to turn us off, but Jesus has to turn on the light. That's real. That's oh, real. So no. then they had a family musical tribute from, I'm guessing, her son. That's when her son was saying. Yeah. Then somebody did the obituary. Um, so, then they had. That wasn't no obituary. <laughs> that was a library book. That was no obituary. She got a nerve to be obituary with the glasses down like this. I'm like, this show this long. <laughs> From a person who had whose grandmother had a six-page obituary, I can't say nothing. No, no, no. And it, I'm not mad at Aretha for having that obituary. She's the queen of She's social Aretha. icon. Yes. But when you get the people to read it, and they be sitting there, and be like, you need, you need spark notes. You need some young, <laughs> you need some young eyes. That's what that, that, and an abridged version. If, if if they can't read it fast, like silently read it to yourself. That's you exactly know, so, what yeah. you're supposed to do at funerals. Okay, read the obituary to yourself. Give everybody two and minutes that so and big. read that joint when you leave. That shit should have been damn near digital. That would have been, you know what? You know, you know what? Aretha, listen, Aretha left without a will, and her money, and, and I think in the state of Michigan, it just gets equally divided up by with the kids. That's so. why I told y'all, Jesus been Tucker. She ain't had time to write a will. She, she, she was already gone, bro. She was out. So, all right, so we had a musical tribute from a couple other people. I've never heard of these people. Alice McAllister Tillman and Audrey Dubois Harris. I think that's the person you said couldn't sing. <laughs> She would not give. She would not. She did not know what five minutes meant, and she kept me. And I'm just like, what are you singing? To the yeah. point that Reverend Shirley Caesar actually came up there and took the mic. Yeah. Was it, was did it, she? Now, how yes. bad was it? Was it Macy Gray doing the uh, Star Spangled Banner? No, <laughs> she took her time. But this girl was just like she got like that opera kind of voice. 
So she feels so that if you just hear me hold these notes, yeah. but everybody was just like, what are you singing? What are you talking about, girl? <laughs> what are you singing? And, and then, so they, they try to hit the piano, it's like, zzz, zzz, like, you know, the, the hits like, get mm-hmm. off. And she just they wasn't was trying to play off like their word shows, but like she didn't Forrest get the hit. <laughs> and then, you know what? This is what I hate when, when people feel as though that they killing it, but they really not. When they sing and they're leaving the mic like this, but they still try to sing, like, go. You suck. <laughs> and needed the Sandman with the hook to come out. And, yeah, and then and then Cheryl Shuzuki out up there, and she did her five minutes like she's supposed to, but and left. We skipped some two very important people before we got to Shirley Caesar. Eric Holder and Bill Clinton got up and did their remarks. And apparently, at some point in the day, Bill Clinton was singing "Total Praise," and I'm waiting to see that clip. What? Eric Holder is he an attorney general? Yes, Wait, the old attorney general. He, he did you just Google it? No, <laughs> Bill Clinton. You just don't get no credit there. Oh, oh. Bill Clinton right. was praise. singing "Total Praise," and then it's the crazy part because everybody was like, "Did I just see Bill Clinton?" I gotta see the that. Total the, the praise? F- and then Chelsea Clinton was like, "He definitely knows all the words." So when I saw that, the first thing I thought was they be in the car and he be listening to Andre Couch and them singing "Total Praise" and he's singing them all. And Chelsea's hey, like, "Dad, please, hey, honey, I'm tired put, of him." Put, put, put the track. Put the put the first total all, praise. Bill Clinton felt that he need to get up when the clock's was passing passing the hymns. I was like, why are you standing up? <laughs> because he caught he caught the spirit. He felt it. He was standing right there, just watching, just like, yeah, go ahead, catch it, catch it, catch it. And I'm just like, did they I have all them. the sisters or just? There's three of them. Oh no. I think one of them died. Didn't one of them die? No. Okay, well, there's just three of them. There. One of them left the group. Okay. Because she got pregnant, you know that's like shameful. It is. She um, tied. She tied up them passing. I think that was Twinkie. Like they was really. Ah, ah, I was like. My, my I'm not man. shocked at all by this. No, that's what they did. And Clinton, the Clark it was Clinton and, and, and whoever the guy the red was just standing up there, just looking like I'm in there. I was like, Clinton, why are you standing up? Because that's his. That is his jam. Okay, the Clark sisters to be. They are blessed and highly favored. Sorry. Like and that Brian uh, conduct that funeral things would have went way back. Way he'd different. Been, he'd have been like, two minutes for everybody. Get off sit, the stage. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So then Shirley Caesar and Tasha Cobbs Leonard got up and did a song. Cool. Then they had personal reflections from the, Judge Mathis. That, yes, that Judge Mathis. Hey, Judge Gray. Hey, he took his, hey, he went a little over, but he was good. He had, he had a little extra time. He didn't have, he had more than five minutes. Yeah. So, um, the, <laughs> Then they he had one story. of the state reps, and then they had um, somebody, another reverend from a church, and then Al Sharpton. And then they had Shaka Khan. I didn't see Shaka Khan. Did Ron Isley actually say? Ron Isley like was Shaka a- Khan? Uh, never mind. <laughs> wow. I'm just saying. Somebody grab my mouth just run with me because I'm courting. Left, bro. Yeah. But Ron Isley, Shaka Khan and Ron Isley both got like 10 minutes. So, and then Reverend and Jesse Jackson came up. No, thank you. And then um, <laughs> Dr. William J. Barber, a pastor from another church, um, came up. And then another <laughs> Reverend came up. First of all, if you got mm-hmm. a pastor from another church, you that, know that's you what gotta, I'm, I'm like, like. You got to give him thirty minutes tops. Yes, he was only supposed to get five minutes. I'm sure you got to give him thirty minutes tops. I know this. Then one another serious. pastor came up. Oh, that's an hour. That's an hour. You got pastors. What? The street passes. How many and churches then, she belong to? And then to top it off, right after that, Fantasia come up, and oh, you know oh, when Fantasia God. get on stage God. and sing a gospel song, bro. She's in there. She take off the shoes. Yeah. She get to she get to catching the the spirit. Did you skip past Smokey Robinson? No, he not. I he ain't come up yet. Zach. 
Smokey Robinson is coming up shortly. Because so after Fantasia, they had personal reflections from Tyler Perry, who only got two minutes, rightfully. Good, good. Uh, yeah. Cicely Tyson, who had Tyler to have Perry's. the entire <laughs> choir help her down the steps. What you say? Tyler Perry's will be the Franklin's funeral. <laughs> Now, who the hell died? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the ball party. Don't you need Medea? Medea. Medea drove up. Medea drove up in one of them pink Cadillacs that yeah. was outside. That's a fact. He that's came up in costume as Medea and probably one of them Cadillacs. Yo, they were so happy to drive them Cadillacs. I was like, yo, there's a lot of Cadillacs. It was <laughs> over a hundred pink Cadillacs. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but yes, I know. I seen a lot. That's Cadillac, too much. Man, man, man. Some, everybody was like, must be Mary Kay salesman. I was like, y'all, I <laughs> Mary Kay give it on the fucking pack Cadillacs no more. <laughs> anyway, so Tyler Perry went, then Cecily Tyson, then Clive Davis, then Smokey Robinson. And he was only supposed to have five minutes, which is bull. I'm like, Smokey Robinson was like her best but you, friend. But you know, Smokey Robinson went up there, he, you know, he said his piece, he did it, and he sung, I'm really going to miss you from the Temptations movie. No, but I would have cried. I'd have cried right there. I'd be like, this is so sad. I'm really gonna miss you. Gonna be thinking. I was like, oh, he. Did they had a dude on the sorry keys like they did in the movie? No, (laughs) cause them keys was sorry in that movie. I'm sorry. So, Tony Robinson said his thing, and then and then of course the uh the the one who talked about Ariana Grande signs up for Taco Bell. Yeah, he's like, smoke. I want to know what you eat to drink it. Because you're saying you look good for your age. I'm just like, bro, just fire. <laughs> just, just be the MC. That's what you're supposed to do. Your job. So then, Bishop Paul Martin and Yolanda Adams came up there, and I saw their performance. It was good. I'll give them that. Mind you, if this this was supposed to happen at 1:30, I got home at 4:45, and Nay was on TV. So then they had more personal reflections. From one of the radio personalities, a local radio personality, from Isaiah Thomas of the Detroit Pistons. What? And then, but wait, but wait, but wait, it gets better. It gets better. They had a personal friend. He even says one time. He, he had a personal friend who was apparently an owner of a McDonald's franchise in town. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well, we know. What? She gave them money, right? What? And then and he had the nerve He had the nerve to get six minutes. And then Michael Eric Dyson came up. And I was like, Mike mm. somebody wrote an article that was like Michael Der- Michael Eric Dyson is speaking and I said hi to him once and he's still saying hi back. And that was three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> My God. My God. I want to send a formal letter to every person. <laughs> <who's> <laughs> I'm he can a, talk, bro. <laughs> he can go. This man's going to go for everything from Aretha to Trayvon Martin. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was like, no, please. Please don't let him be up here. Since, since uh, high three years ago. <laughs> he's still saying hi, man. So after that, we were supposed to have Marvin Sapp in the Aretha Franklin Celebration Choir. Then we had Jennifer Hudson, who was supposed to come up and sing. Um, she apparently is rumored to be playing Aretha in, a, in her new biopic. Not Halle Berry? Not Halle okay. Berry. And then um, the eulogy. Now. Thank God we were finally at the eulogy. Y'all. Brian, what happened at I the eulogy? told y'all earlier, I walked through on that eulogy and was just like, what? 
people can't rest. People, <laughs> no. y'all, I'm tired of y'all doing these rules. I got nothing to do. It was people all over the internet like, she was better than this. Who did this? Apparently, he did her dad's eulogy as well. But he sounded like the... Stere- you know how they always had the stereotypes of um, pastors and how they preach and why people don't come to church no more? Oh my God. This was that. Oh. I walked uh, up the steps and he was, the gays need to respect the straights and the straights need to respect the gays and the Democrats need to respect the Republicans and the Republicans. Like, what did they have to do with Reese Franklin? To and then his church. he apparently, okay, I'm going to read some of these clips and here. New members he delivered <laughs> controversial remarks during Aretha Franklin's funeral in Detroit Friday, criticizing black on black crime, African American mothers, and gay people. What did that have to do with Aretha Franklin? First of all, Yo. there's no. Aretha Franklin cannot rest. Black on black crime. Aretha she gonna Franklin. haunt him tonight. No, that's the thing. And right. This is my thing. Black. Listen, Aretha's resting. Black people just can't accept the fact that she's gone. They're just doing too fucking much. Just sit, everybody sit down. So then, so then he says, African Americans killed the same number of black people slain by the Ku Klux Klan throughout history in a matter of months. What does that have to do, do with Aretha okay, Franklin? Then she said. Then he says. African American mothers cannot raise a black boy to be a man. What does that have? Okay. I'm gonna say, and then first of all, that had nothing to do. Well, let me not say that. That was shady as hell yeah. because Aretha Franklin had four kids before twenty, right? N- not before twenty. I think she had two kids before twenty. Yeah. She, she her first son 13. at she had first son. She got pregnant at twelve, oh. and by a boy in her school or whatever, but. Even still, it's like, what? Why would you say that at the funeral of a woman? A black woman. A black woman okay, who had to raise her children. Mind you, she had help regardless, you know, because she had her, her dad was around when she had the babies. So they had a father figure. But why would you say that? Please, Joe Please Franklin. speak. Please. Can we all just agree and kill the bullshit notion of black on black crime. Can we just please do this? I mean, what that that can be a whole other discussion for a whole other I mean, day. I'm just that. trying to figure out why you would say that I as get, somebody's eulogy. Right, right, right. But I just it's people kill within proximity. It's not a yeah, that too. I get that. Don't say that. I get. Why would you say that as someone's eulogy? That's what I'm that, also saying about in this context. Just, just hearing right. it. Just, yeah, you're right. Just hearing it just it's, makes my from, skin crawl. It's always it, and you know it's always the elders because they always they, they I guess they gotta feel like they gotta have something to say. Shut the f- up forever. It, the next person I hear so say something. About, the next person I hear say black on black crime. I'm just going yell out. Shut the fuck up forever because it makes no sense. People <laughs> kill within proximity. Somebody said the pastor's theme was soul, a key element of Franklin's moniker, but he questioned the queen's legacy. Said many on people, many on Twitter who watched the speech said it was disrespectful. Somebody tweeted, "I feel so awful for her family after that eulogy. He was so insensitive to their grief." And somebody else put up says, "I'm pretty sure Aretha is in heaven yelling, keep my name out your mouth." <laughs> I'm telling you right now, what I was trying to say at the end, that should have been the eulogy right there. After what he said about Trump, he just said, you know, my mother died six months ago. And she says, you know, when I die, you take your time, but I'm going to see you on the other side. And he says, well, 
Mom, we ain't got bodies over on the other side. We just got souls. How am I know which one is you? She said, because you're going to meet me at the exchange table. And he said, what's the exchange table? Because the exchange table was when I exchanged my crown, uh, exchanged my cross for my crown. And then that's what he was talking about with the fact that she had dropped, uh, bared her cross. And now she ain't got her crown. The queen has got the crown. I'm just like, fine. End that, it there. That's the confusion. End it there. I'm just like, I'm like, damn. I'm like, I'm, I'm, after he said I was looking at the Bible, like, the exchange Wait. table. Wait, hold on. Al Sharpton said that? Yes. Yeah. Al Sharpton can be when he wants to. When Al Sharpton, when he comes to Iconic Funerals, eventually, I'm going to say, he know how to say things to get people on their feet. Not Jesse. Him. He know how to still do that. I get it. Yeah. But I'm just like, you know, when Al Sharpton said in five minutes, summed up Aretha, his mistake, and everybody in that building, in five minutes, that what this guy did for the eulogy... For yeah. a parent, for supposedly he was supposed to only be there for thirty minutes, but we know it wasn't. And then a lot of people were just like, "This eulogy is exactly why people cease going to church." And then somebody else said, "Toxic theology is what's emptying your pews." Period. It's because you give people a platform, especially when you have such a big platform like this, to be like, "This is the reason why I don't, I don't partake." Because it's like you were here just to honor her. We are in a church. Yes, it's a home going service. So you you're going to give something a little more than just her life. I, I don't but you didn't. But keep it connected like, to her it, life. It's a time and a place. Like growing exactly. up, growing up in a Christian home with a uh, pastor as a father, it you just, you gotta know your time and place. I would it never think like, that your dad would go to somebody's right. uh, funeral and I, give a eulogy that had nothing exactly. to do with the person. And the main reason for that. Your attention, great. You only seeking attention. Gotta be. You only seeking attention. You you want to be on that news article the next day so people could come to your church. Honestly, so I, I, so you then, were that risky pastor. So after that, after that crazy eulogy, it was supposed to be Stevie Wonder uh, for about ten minutes, and then the closing was supposed to be Jennifer Holiday and the, and the Aretha Franklin celebration choir while they roll her casket out. First of all, I can't bury all that money. I'll be honest with you. I told my dad. 14, I say 14 plated gold, uh, 14 karat gold plated cast. Sitting said, on dust. Why is that in the ground? I, I said, I, I, I can't bear all that. Money. I said, look, I'm going to get you to do, I said, I'm going to get you a nice little pine box and put a little lemon pledge on there. Shine it up real My nice. thing is like, how would you know? Right. <laughs> how right. would you know you went? Well, I don't know. <laughs> How would you know what you were? Is Aretha going over what she was saying? No, no. she's not good. She don't have a side ball. She, she got her crown. She, yeah. she got her crown. She's <laughs> at the barbecue eating chicken and shrimp. Yep. Yeah. Singing up there. Right. Having a ball. I know. Like, shout, shout, there ain't no kids up there. She saw Michael. Hey. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Keep it going. Prince? Michael saw Joe, but. <laughs> 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 or him. Maybe he had a heart to confront the Joe up there. too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying maybe he had it hard to confront Joe in that Or either round. that or Joe one day and try, try to get his cross at the exchange table. He said, what you <laughs> He like, oh, <laughs> oh, you want this? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just playing. You know <laughs> well, you close that? that is our show for this week because I can't be any more angry at <laughs> this podcast. This podcast length was probably the whole length of the opening recession. Probably. Honestly, it gives me. It makes you think about that. But you know that uh, video of that wedding no. where it took them twenty oh, yeah. minutes to come in, and it was longer than the ceremony. We're not gonna. We're not gonna go into it. But uh, we're gonna close up here. 
you know, try to keep it short and sweet today. I, you know, I don't know how we're doing on time because I can't see it. We're at 90. Really? Yeah. Look at, hey. look at God. We're about to get 91 if you're close. It's not, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> see. That was good. I thought it was going to be another Aretha Franklin for you. Yeah. <laughs> Now look, I ain't doing no podcast as long as no Aretha Franklin <laughs> ever, okay? But I want to um, thank all of you guys for coming and being here with me today. Thank you very much. My lovely husband, Brian, a.k.a. Mr. A&E. You want to tell the folks where to find you? You guys can find me on all the podcast apps such as Stitcher, iTunes, me and Swag on Zero for the Nerd Gaster Talk podcast, and me for the No Gimmicks Needed Wrestling podcast as well. If you guys want to just, you know, just get your mind off this long funeral and wonder, you know, just come and talk about some stuff in pop culture or stuff in wrestling come check us out we're on itunes stitcher google play soundcloud and speaker along on spacious philly as well along with turntables uh you can find me um on the nerd coalition youtube channel uh yeah that's where you can find me you might won't find me as much you're gonna have to dig down and search for me but that means I go back to work. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shots fired on yourself. But if you want to mm. follow me on Instagram, it is swag on zero. And if you're on my Instagram, you can look at my lovely lady. Wow. Oh, that Same. was nice. Well. Wow, that's me. No Miss gun. Miss Diamond. No, 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 no I appreciate that. Finally, finger guns. Yeah. Oh, hmm. Shit. Dinah, thank you for Where coming. Thanks for having me. I really <laughs> appreciate it. And when I get my YouTube channel back up and running, y'all. You I'll have let one? y'all know where to find me, but Ooh. until then, under construction. <laughs> what? You can find me on Instagram if you want. Brown skin, he may. Here you go. Hey, holla at the brown skin princess, y'all. All right. But don't, though. Go. For real, I really won't accept it. <laughs> That's real. No, That's real. Really and then, <laughs> last but not least, Left Brain, follow me, follow me at, uh, on Instagram Good. at Left underscore Brain. <laughs> Your whole brain hurt today. It was the church. It was the churches. Yeah. That many, it was too many churches, Bro. way too many churches, <laughs> too much church promotion at a funeral. I just, I follow me at, on Instagram at left underscore brain eighty eight. Follow me on Facebook Mayor Franklin or left underscore brain eighty eight. Uh, my podcast Junk Thought Sober Tongue is on every platform from Anchor to Podcast to Stitcher to iTunes, Google Play, um, pretty much everywhere. So yeah, um, and you'll also see me hear me occasionally on Nerdgasm. And turntable. All right, you guys. Thanks for kicking it for another week. And the turntable's crew is out. At Mountain Dew, we'd like to remind you that the world as we know it would not exist without the number zero. Which is why, at Mountain Dew, we'd like to recognize the number zero for making Mountain Dew Zero Sugar possible. Even with no sugar, it packs all of the bold citrus kick Dew Nation knows and loves. It's so good, you have no reason not to try it. As in zero. Get it? Crack open an ice-cold Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. It's zero sugar. All do.